Okay, let's begin our next lesson. Surah Al-Baqarah, lesson number two, Surah Al-Baqarah, verses one to five. We will do the word-to-word translation first. Remember what we did last time? I'm going to read the Arabic and you're going to read the translation. Ready? Okay. Bismi Allahi Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Alif Lam Mim Thalika Al-Kitabu La Rayba Fihi Hudan Lil-Muttaqeen الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وما أنزل من قبلك وبالآخرة هم يوقنون أولئك على هدى من ربهم وأولئك هم المفلحون الحمد لله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ميم This is the book about which there is no doubt A guidance for those conscious of Allah Who believe in the unseen Establish prayer and spend out of what we have provided for them. And who believe in what has been revealed to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and what was revealed before you, and of the hereafter, they are certain in faith. Those are upon right guidance from their Lord, and it is those who are the successful. First five verses of Surah Al-Baqarah. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the words of these verses. Okay? You remember in our previous lesson, we went over the meanings of the words? I told you the root letters and the meanings. So, see the box on the page? That is what you're going to fill right now. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alif, Lam, Mim. Alif, Lam, Mim. These letters are called the disjointed letters. Disjointed. What that means is, they're not joined. When letters come together, they're connected with one another, they're written together, they're supposed to be pronounced together. Like for example, where we have the word, Baqarah. You don't say, Baqafrah. What do you say? Baqarah. But when it comes to alif, lam, meem, do you say alam? Do you? No, you don't. You say the names of the letters. 
So these letters are not connected, they are disjointed. Okay? Thalika means that. Okay? Thalika means that. Which means you are using this word to point to something, to refer to something. Okay? Now in the English language we say that girl, this girl. Is there a difference? What is the difference? This is used for what is nearby. And that is used for what is far. Okay? Now in the Arabic language, when you use that, ذَلِكَ, what is implied is not just that it is far, it can also imply that it is very high, very important. So ذَلِكَ الْكِتَاب, that book, meaning that very important book. That very special book. Which book? Which book? The Qur'an. And kitab, by the way, what does kitab mean? Book. Have you heard of the word kitab before? Yeah? Good. Now, the word kitab, you don't have to write this down, but can you guess what the root letters are? If you want, you can write them down. Can you guess what the root letters are? Kaf, ta, ba. So, the book. لا ريب لا What does لا mean? لا Have you heard people say that? لا 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 What does that mean? No, 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 no لا means? No لا إله إلا الله What does لا mean? No God but Allah Right? Okay ريب 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 means doubt Now Raib is from the root letters Rayaba, as obvious. Raib means doubt, but it's used for doubt that disturbs you. Raib is doubt that disturbs you. It creates unrest. So if you don't have the word in the page, you can write the meaning on the blank page. So just write the word Raib, R-A-Y-B, or Rayaba, and write the meaning in front of it. So Raib is doubt that disturbs you. It's basically disturbance of mind. Has it ever happened that you're sitting with a group of people at a table and you're eating food and you're drinking water also and you drink your water and you put your cup and somebody else also drank their water and they put their cup and they're also sneezing and coughing and now you're not sure which cup is yours. Has it ever happened? Maybe not with cups, with bottles, water bottles. Doesn't that happen all the time? Why do people leave water bottles behind? Because they're not sure which one was theirs. But if you think about it, it's just water. Well, just take it and drink it. But will you drink it? No. Why? Because you're not sure. And if, let's say, you must drink it for whatever reason, do you drink it with like, oh, my water? How will you drink it? I don't know. I think I'm going to get sick. Does it disturb you? Does it? Because you're not sure which one is yours. This is raib. Raib is doubt which disturbs you so you lose your confidence. You don't have trust anymore. If somebody lies to you about one thing, they tell you something and you find out it was incorrect, can you trust them again? Can you? No. You've lost your confidence in them. So you cannot believe what they're telling you. 
Allah says, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابِ This book which is in front of you, لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ There is no doubt at all in it. There is absolutely no doubt in this book. What does it mean then? If there is no doubt in this book, it means that everything in this book is true. A fact. It is correct. There is no error in this book. No statement in this book which is doubtful. Has it ever happened you read a book or you watch a documentary and you're like, I don't know man, they're still researching, right? They could be wrong. They could be wrong. But when you read the Qur'an, can you ever think, oh, this could be wrong? No. La رَيْبَ There is absolutely no doubt. It's 100% true and correct. From who? From Allah. And this is why there is no doubt in the book. Because it is from who? Allah. La رَيْبَ Fihi means in it. Hudan. What does hudan mean? Guidance. What is the root of hudan? Hadal? Yeah. Can you tell me another word from the same root that we learned in Surah Fatiha? Ihdina. Ihdina from the same root. Ihdi means you guide. Huda means guidance. Hudan, guidance. Lil muttaqeen. What does lil muttaqeen mean? For those who adopt taqwa. Taqwa is piety. Now, muttaqeen. Notice how we translate it as those. What does it mean? Is this a singular word or plural? Plural. Can you guess what the sign of plural is here? Yanun at the end. Very good. So, muttaqeen, just like alameen. You remember alameen? Adalleen. The yanun at the end is a sign of plural. So, muttaqeen is the plural of the word. Can you guess? Muttaqi. Have you heard of the word muttaqi? Maybe some of you? Maybe in a Juma khutbah? So and so is a very muttaqi person. Muttaqi? Muttaqi is a person who has taqwa. Have you heard of the word taqwa? Hmm? Taqwa. Now, the root letters are a little tricky here. Okay? Taqwa is from the root letters, wow. You're like, wow? Wow. Yes, wow. Because this is Arabic. Wow, qaf, ya. What does taqwa mean? Taqwa is to take a shield. Who takes a shield? Or for example, who wears that big helmet covering their face? Not just warriors. Come on, man. We have sportsmen also, don't we? Don't we have goalies? Okay, football players, goalies, right? What do they wear? Big helmets that cover their faces even. Why? They don't get hurt. Taqwa is to take a shield. Why? To protect yourself. To save yourself. Protect yourself from what? From harm. From getting hurt. So, this book is a guide for who? For those who protect themselves. Those who save themselves. 
Allah has sent this Qur'an as a guidance for who? All of mankind. But who is it that will benefit from this book? Those who have taqwa. Have you ever watched a how-to video? Yeah? On what? Can you give me an example? Okay, how to make a video. Or how to save a video. Or how to do something on YouTube. Or how to bake a cake. Or how to tie your shoes. Anyway, do we watch video tutorials? Things that we like. And there's video tutorials on what? On everything out there. But tell me something. Is it enough to just watch a video tutorial? Let's say you watch a video on how to make the best steak ever. Hmm? For example, when you finish watching it, do you have a steak ready on your dinner plate? Do you? No. Once you watch it, that's when the work begins. Doesn't it? So, the point I'm making here is, that in order to benefit from what we're learning, it's not just enough to learn. In order to benefit from the Qur'an, is it enough to just read the Qur'an, or to study the Qur'an, or to know its meanings? No. We have to do something also. Just as if you watch a video on how to do something, now once you've watched it, you gotta go and? You gotta go and? Do it. So what is it that we have to do if we want to benefit from the Qur'an? We have to have taqwa. What does that mean? That whatever the Qur'an warns us of, we have to protect ourselves from it. Whatever the Qur'an stops us from, we have to stay away from it. Whatever the Qur'an tells us to do, then we have to go and do it. That would be taqwa. So the Qur'an is a guide for who? للمتقين. Who are those who have taqwa? Who are really protecting themselves? Who? Next ayah. Al-ladhina. Those who? Yu'minuna. They believe بِالْغَيْبِ in the unseen. Yu'minuna. What does yu'minuna mean? They believe. What is belief called in Arabic? What is belief called in Arabic? Yes? Iman. Amantu. Amantu. Billah. I believe in Allah. So yu'minuna is from the word iman. Alright? What is the meaning of belief? Like for example, when you say, I believe in Allah. What does that mean? That you know who is Allah? What does it mean to say, I believe in something? Okay, that you trust. Alright, what else? You accept it. It also means that you accept it. So, you minuna they believe, they know, and they accept Bil ghaib. They believe in the unseen. Ghaib, unseen. What are the root letters? Can you guess? Ghaib. Root letters of the word ghaib. Ghain ya ba. Very good, mashallah. Ghaib means that which is hidden from you. It's there, somewhere there, but it's hidden from you. It exists, 
but you can't see it. You cannot perceive it. You cannot hear it. Your senses cannot reach it. Like for example, germs, bacteria. Is it there? Does it exist? Do you see it with your eyes? No. Can you feel them? Alhamdulillah, we cannot feel them. Can you imagine if we could actually feel germs in our hands? Not just you, life would be very difficult. Right? So, غَيْب is that which is hidden from you. Now Allah says, الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ Those who receive guidance from the Qur'an are people who have taqwa. Who are people who have taqwa? Firstly, they believe in the unseen. Meaning, they believe in Allah even though they haven't seen Allah. They believe in the angels even though they don't see the angels. They believe in the day of judgment even though the day of judgment is not here yet. There are six pillars of faith. What are they? Six pillars of faith are the six things that we have to believe in. Let me help you. Believe in Allah, that He is one. Then secondly, we believe in the prophets. Very good. Okay. Thirdly, yes? Angels. Write this down. Fourthly, belief in the hereafter. Fifth, the books, the divine scriptures, what Allah revealed. And number six, yes, divine decree. Okay, that whatever happens, happens by Allah's will. He allowed it. Otherwise, it couldn't have happened. Whether it is good or bad, it's all from who? From Allah. And even the bad, it's not totally bad, there's good in it. Right? So if you think about it, out of these six things, or six pillars of faith, how much can we really see? The books? What about the rest of them? Can we see it? Can we? No. But we believe in it. We have to believe in it. Now, some people say, if I can't see it, I don't believe in it. If I cannot hear it, If I cannot perceive it, I cannot take it. The thing is, there's so many things out there which are beyond you. You cannot see yourself, right? You cannot reach it yourself. But do you have to accept it? Yes. And if you don't accept it, will you be making a mistake? Yes, you will be. So, يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ They believe in the unseen. They believe in Allah. They believe in His angels. They believe in the prophets. They believe in the Day of Judgment. What's the second thing? The second quality of those who have taqwa. الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ And they establish the prayer. يُقِيمُونَ يُقِيمُونَ Is from the root letters. You want to guess? قَافْ وَاو ميم. MashaAllah, very good. قَافْ وَاو ميم. Okay. Qama. Have you heard of the word qiyam? In Ramadan, we do qiyam. Yeah? What is that? What do we do in qiyam? We stand up for salah. And what is the imam reciting? Just Surah Al-Teen? Is he reciting like Surah Al-Ikhlas? What is he reciting? Maybe Surah Al-Baqarah. Alright? Maybe Surah Al-Kahf. Which is why many times, what do we do? We just stay at the back and we're like, okay, he just started the recitation. 
as soon as he as we feel like he's going to stop the recitation what do we do run and join many people do that qiyam is to stand in prayer qiyam is to stand in prayer not to join in rukur anyway so qiyam is to stand and yuqimuna is to make something stand to set up something okay yuqimuna to set something up like for example it is said aqama suq what is the suq mall marketplace have you ever been to the mall at 9 am no have you ever driven by a mall uh when it's closed how is it parking lots are empty isn't it inside also it's empty That's not aqama suq. Aqama suq is when the mall is set up, meaning fully functioning. So the lights are on, parking lot is busy, shoppers are going in and out, people are, you know, buying and selling and a lot is going on. The hustle and bustle, that is aqama, aqama suq. Yuqimuna as-salah. They establish the prayer. Notice, they don't just do the prayer. they establish the prayer meaning the prayer is a big deal to them they set it up they take time out they stop their work and they perform their prayers at the right time they establish the prayer they don't just pray once in a while they pray regularly and they don't just pray as in they just do the you know the actions of salah they perform the prayer properly as it should be performed physically also and with the presence of their mind and heart also they set it up properly meaning they do wudu they make sure they're facing the qibla they make sure they're performing it right you know once a man came into the masjid and he performed the prayer and he went to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said go back and pray because you didn't pray so the man he went back and he prayed and then he came to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam again and he said go back and pray So he went back and prayed. Can you imagine he had to repeat his salah? This happened three times. And then finally the man said, I don't know how to pray. <laughs> I thought I knew I prayed so many times, but each time you said I have to repeat it. The Prophet ﷺ, then he described it. That when you stand, this is what you do. Then when you go in rukur, you stop there, you say your adhkar, then you get up. you become still you say what you have to say then you go into sajda you become still you say what you have to say then you sit up you become still you say what you have to say and then you go and this is how you complete your prayer basically the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam told him not to rush through his prayer you understand so you know how when people are driving they're supposed to stop at a stop sign Some people they stop. They come to a complete stop. And then they go. And other people what do they do? They just roll. They don't really stop. They slow down. Nobody go. Nobody go. Nobody go. That's it. They roll. Can you go through a stop sign rolling through it? Can you do that? No. So yuqimuna salah. They establish the prayer. Then وَمِمَّا And from that which رَزَقْنَاهُمْ We provided them. رَزَقْنَاهُمْ 
Look at it as three words. Razak na. Na means we. And whom means them. It's written in your notes. So, razak na hum. Razak, rizq. Have you heard of the word rizq? Yeah? What does rizq mean? Anything that you benefit from. Anything that you profit from. Food, knowledge, love, friendship. Anything else? Anything that you benefit from. It's all provision. Okay? So, وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ From whatever that we have provided them, whatever that Allah has given to those people, what do they do from it? يُنْفِقُونَ They spend. يُنْفِقُونَ Root letters. Can you guess? Try. No harm if you get it wrong. No big deal. We're all learning here. Excellent, mashallah. Noon faqaf. How many of you knew that? How many of you knew that? Noon faqaf. Many of you, mashallah. Noon faqaf. Yunfiqun, they spend. Infaq is to spend. Infaq fi sabilillah. Maybe you've heard of that. So, وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ Out of whatever we have given them, they spend. Meaning they don't hoard, they don't just keep their stuff to themselves, but they give to others also. Not just the material things, but other blessings also that Allah has given them. They share, they give. يُنْفِقُونَ وَالَّذِينَ Next ayah. وَالَّذِينَ And those who يُؤْمِنُونَ what does yu'minuna mean? They believe. Bima, in that which, in whatever, unzila ilayka, that has been revealed to you. Unzila, root letters? Nun za'ilam, very good. Nazala, to come down. So unzila, it was sent down. Ilayka, to you. To you. Who does you mean? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So the muttaqeen are the people who believe in whatever that was revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What was revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? What was revealed to him? What was given to him? The Quran. But not just the Quran. He was also taught how to live the Quran, how to practice the Quran. Like for example, in the Quran, we're told we have to pray. But how do we pray? Is the description mentioned in the Qur'an? No, it's not. You can read the Qur'an cover to cover, you won't find the description. So, who taught the Prophet wasallam? Allah did. So, bima unzila ilayka. Wama unzila min qablik. And they also believe in whatever that was revealed before you. Before you. Qabl. Qabl means before. Alright? Meaning they believe in the scriptures that Allah revealed before the Prophet ﷺ. Like what? Which scriptures were revealed before the Prophet ﷺ? The Torah, the Injil, Zabur, Haris, Zabur, Musab, do you have any other? Yes? Suhuf, which Suhuf? Suhufi, Ibrahim wa Musa. So they believe in divine revelation. Okay? The next quality is Wabil Akhirati and in the hereafter. Akhirah. Would you like to guess the root letters? Akhirah. 
Very good, mashallah. Alif, kha, ra. Akhir. What does akhir mean? Last. That which comes at the end. So bil akhira means hereafter. Why is it called akhira? Yawmul akhir, the last day. Because then the date is not going to change. You understand? It's the last, the final stage of our existence. So in the hereafter, and the hereafter includes everything that will happen from the moment of death onwards. Okay? What does akhirah include? Everything that will happen from the moment of death onwards. When we die, what happens? The soul is taken. And then a person is questioned in the grave. What are the three questions? Who is your Lord? Who is your Prophet? What is your deen? This is also part of believing in the hereafter. And then there is the day of judgment. Then there is paradise and there is hell. So all of this is part of al-akhirah. Allah says, وَبِالْآخِرَةِهُمْ يُقِنُونَ They are certain. In the hereafter, they are certain. Meaning they believe with conviction. They have no doubt. Yuqinun is from the root letters, Ya Qaf Noon. I'll help you out here. I'll help you sometimes. Okay? Ya Qaf Noon. Yaqeen. Have you heard of Yaqeen? Yaqeen Institute. Yaqeen. Have you heard of it? There is a Yaqeen Institute. Yeah, there is. Of Shaykh Umar Sulaiman. Anyway, Yaqeen means conviction. What is conviction? That you know something, you believe in it so strongly that you have no doubt about it. Not even a little bit. Like for example, if you look so much like your dad that people ask if you are his brother. Hmm? Or maybe you look so much like your mom or maybe you look so much like your grandmother or something. People ask you, if you're sisters or your brothers or you're somehow related, you know for a fact that she is your mother, that he is your father. Because you not only grew up calling them your mom, but when you see yourself, you're like, oh my God, we resemble so much. Yaqeen. When you see something with your eyes, when you've read it and you know it for a fact, you've no doubt that is yaqeen. Allah says, وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ In the hereafter they are certain. Last ayah, أُولَٰئِكَ Those. Now you see, ذَلِكَ means that. And أُولَٰئِكَ means those. Those people. عَلَى Upon هُدًا A guidance مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ From their Lord. They are upon guidance. وَأُولَٰئِكَ And those whom only they will be al-muflihun. Al-muflihun. What does it mean? The successful ones. Those who are successful. Root letters? Fa, lam, ha. Muflihun. Those who are successful. But we need to know one more thing over here because it's those. Those is? Singular or plural? Plural. So what would be the singular? Muflihu, okay? Muflih, why, how? Wa'unun, okay? 
You see, in the English language, when we make a singular word into plural, what do we do? We just add, we just add an S. But in the Arabic language, you make singular into plural not just by adding an S. Or not just by adding Yanun at the end. There's different ways. Okay? So here we learn about another way. Wow Noon. Can you remember that? Wow Noon at the end is also a sign of plural. So Muflihun, those who are successful. Now, you see this word Muflih, successful person. Root letters, Falamha. You know from the same root letters, Falamha, you get a word which is called Fallah. Okay? Fallah. And Fallah is a farmer. Who is Fallah? Farmer. What does a farmer do? Many times farmers will take a huge loan. Right? Firstly, they'll go get a huge loan. Then they will go and you know buy their materials, the seeds, whatever they need. Then they'll start working. They'll prepare the land first. Then they'll sow the seeds. Is their work done? No. They have to go every day and take care of their field. And at every stage, there's a different work required. Have you ever planted vegetables or something in your backyard in the summer? How many of you help out in gardening? Have you ever been asked to, brothers, have you ever been asked to mow the lawn? Cut the grass? Pull the weeds out? Yeah, sometimes. Do you enjoy it? No. Some of you do? Okay. But has it ever happened that you cut the grass and you're like, wow, I cut the grass myself. And then what happens after a week? Cut the grass again. You pull the weeds out, but then what happens? They come back. Isn't it? They don't go away. And what happens in summer is that you start wishing for snow because of all the work that you have to do. That I hope all these weeds will just die out because of the cold themselves because I can't handle this anymore. I'm done. Alright? This is the work of a farmer. Hard, hard work. But then the farmer, when does he get results? After the entire season. But even then, when the tomatoes are ripe, and the crops are ready, and everything has been harvested even, does he have his money back? No. It's not done until he has sold his products. Once he sold them, then he's got money. Then he will return the loan, and then he's got some profit. Isn't it? So the farmer didn't get his wages until the very end. And the entire process was very hard. But at the end, does he get results? Yes. This is a muflih person. The one who is successful is who? The one who gets what he's seeking. And he is saved from what he is avoiding. So for example, when you're working hard at school, you want to make sure you pass your test so that you can graduate. Hmm? Or you can apply for a scholarship. So when you pass your exam, you get a good mark, you just got what you wanted, and you're saved from the embarrassment of failing. This is falah. You understand? This is success. وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ muflihun. Now, I just explained the words to you and the text very briefly. I want you to stand up, and we will listen to the recitation of these verses, and I'll do a quick 
review. Stand up, stand up. Again, rules of listening. What are they? Listening and no talking. And make sure you have your book in front of you. الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وما any question about any of the words root letters for you minun can somebody help us out you minun Hamza Meem Noon or Alif Meem Noon. Alif Hamza, when there's a Fatha, Kasra or Dhamma on it, we usually refer to it as Hamza. But when it's in the middle of a word, then we say Alif. So it's okay. You can write it as Alif or you can write it as Hamza. Okay? Inshallah. Okay. I want you to notice something. Uh, I want you to look at the words and find me Three words that begin with the letter U. Yeah, with a dhamma. U. Don't say it out loud. Find me three words that begin with U. Yuqinun, yu'minun, yunfiqun. Look at the words. Yuqinun, yu'minun, yunfiqun. Is there any other word? Is there any other word that begins with U? No, no, here in these verses. Yu'minun, same thing. So, yu'minun, yunfiqun, yuqinun. Okay. Now, you notice how they are translated? What their meaning is? Yu'minuna, they believe. Yunfiquna, they spend. Yuqinuna, they are certain. What do you see common in the translation? They. And are. They are. Right? They are doing something. They are doing something. So, just to help you understand the words better, when you see a word beginning with you, you, okay? It's a verb. You know, in language we have nouns and we have verbs also. What are verbs? What do verbs do? They talk about action. Some action is being done. So this is what we have here. Some action is being done. So yunfiqun, yu'minun, these words are verbs. Very good. Yuqimuna, we missed that. MashaAllah. Yuqimuna, same thing. They establish. They are establishing. Some work is going on. This is an action. Okay? So these are all what kind of words? What are they? Verbs. Okay? 
Okay, find me two words that begin with mu. Muflihun. Very good. Any other word? Muttaqeen. Very good. So muflihun, muttaqeen. What does muttaqeen mean? Those who adopt taqwa. And muflihun, what does that mean? Those who are successful. So you notice, those who are, those who are. So what is this? People. Isn't it? It's people. So now you can remember these two rules for yourself. When the word begins with a you, it is a verb. When it begins with a mu, it's a noun. Done? Okay. Should we do a quiz? For those of you who said no, don't worry. Okay. What are the root letters of Al-Kitab? Now, you know, those of you who raised your hands before, I'm not going to ask you because I want to ask other people, inshallah. Okay? What's the root letters of Al-Kitab? Kaftaba. Is he right? Good, mashallah. What are the root letters of Unzila? Noon Zaylam. Very good. Root letters of Razaqnahum. Hmm. You wanna try? Razaiqaf. Is he right? You sure? Um, you sure? Check your notes. Is he right? Yes, he's right. Okay. Razaqnahum Razaiqaf. What is rizq? What is rizq? Anything that you benefit from. That is risk. Can you give me some examples of risk? Bananas. Mm, very good. It is risk. It is. Could you make a banana? Like yourself? No. Has it ever happened that you are trying to cook something like you decide today I'm going to bake cookies. You know what? I'm going to prove to everybody that I can bake cookies too. And then you're like, okay, you get all the ingredients out and you can't find sugar. Can you make sugar? Can you make baking soda? You can't make it yourself. So risk is what? Everything that you benefit from. Remember, it includes physical things, material things, and non-material things also. Things that you can eat, touch, wear, see, and also things that you don't touch, see, but you feel. You enjoy, you have. Okay, next question. What is ghaib? What is ghaib? And I don't mean what are the root letters. Unseen. Can you explain that? Okay, so things that we cannot see, that are hidden from us, but do they exist? Are they there? Yes, they're there. Okay. What are the root letters, by the way? Everybody say? Ghaib. Okay. What is Iman? Okay. To believe in the six pillars of faith. But what does it mean to believe in something? Yes. To know it and accept it. Okay. Write this down if you haven't written it. In your book, in the box, that's on page number 10. The third word says, Yu'minun. Page number 10. And you can write it over there in the box. To know something and also accept it. Okay, that is iman. What are the two signs of plural nouns? 
MashaAllah. Yanun and Wawnun. Okay. That's the end of the quiz. Okay, don't worry. Inshallah, we'll have quiz again and again. Inshallah. Now, a quick overview of the verses. Do you have your Mus'haf with you? Yeah? I want you to open up your Mus'haf. You can put your book away now. But open your Mus'haf. I'm going to test you here. Open your Mus'haf to Surah Al-Baqarah. First five verses. Open? Okay. Look at the Surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alif Lam Mim. Alif Lam Mim. Thalikal Kitabu. This book, the Quran, very important book. What is it? La Rayba Fihi. There is absolutely no doubt in it. When you read it, you can read it with confidence. This book is from Allah and there is no doubt about it. Everything in this book is 100% true. La Rayba Fihi. And this book is for what purpose? Hudan lil muttaqin. It is here to guide those who want to save themselves. Those who want to protect themselves. But those who want to save themselves, they cannot just read the book, but they have to do something also. What is it that they have to do? Firstly, الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ They have to believe in the unseen. Where is their belief? It is in the heart. And then, وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ They have to perform some actions also. They have to perform the prayer, not just do the prayer. Thirdly, وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ Out of whatever Allah has given them, whether it is their time, or their ability, or their money, or their skills, what do they do with them? They spend on others. They give to others. يُنْفِقُونَ Fourthly, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكَ They believe in whatever that was revealed to the Prophet ﷺ, meaning the Qur'an. And also, وَمَا أُنزِلَ مِنْ قَبْلِكَ Whatever that was revealed before, meaning all the scriptures. They believe that Allah always sent guidance. And fifth, وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُقِنُونَ In the hereafter, they are certain. They believe with firm conviction. So people with these qualities, they have their faith right, they have their actions right, and then they also care about humanity. Such people are what? Ula'ika ala hudam min rabbihim. They are upon guidance. They are on the straight path. And when they're on guidance, where will they end up? Wa ula'ika humul muflihun. They are the ones who will be successful. They will get at the end what they desire and they will be saved from what they're running away from. They will be successful. So in Surah Al-Fatiha, we ask, اِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Oh Allah, guide us to the straight path. Where is the straight path? How do we find out about it? Where is the answer? It's in the Qur'an. ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابِ لَا رَيْبَ Okay? Now what you have to do for your homework is that you have to do your lesson, of course, same way that you did it. And then inshallah, you'll be sent an email in which you'll be informed about what exactly you have to do. Don't forget to do your homework. Next class, inshallah, we will discuss these verses. I'm going to do tafsir of them. Okay? Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.